Welcome to IPI Radio. I'm Sanjay Mukherjee. The price of maize, a crucial ingredient in livestock feed, has seen an exponential increase driven by the decision of the government to procure a significant portion of the crop for the production of biofuel and other issues as well. Going forward, this will have a severe impact or is expected to have a severe impact on the livestock sector. In today's episode, we will discuss the intricate web of challenges within the maize supply chain and their profound implications on the Indian poultry sector. In the orchestra of life, each creature plays a part. At Sapiens, we see the web of life where the health of animals reverberates through ecosystems and societies. With innovative technologies, we're redefining the future of agribusiness, sustainably enhancing productivity and profitability. We don't just dream of a better future, we make it. Food safety, quality, and security. These aren't just words, they're our mission. We're sapients, and we're committed to healthier animals because we believe in healthier living. Be a part of our melody, and together, let's compose a better world. For more information about our products and solutions, log into sapiensagree.com. I have the privilege of welcoming our moderator for today, Professor P.K. Shukla, Head, Department of Poultry Science, College of Veterinary Sciences and Animal Husbandry, Dubasu Mathura, and our speakers, Mr. K.G. Anand, General Manager South, Venkateshwara Hatcheries Group, Mr. Amit Saraugi, Managing Director, Unmold Feeds Private Limited, Mr. Suresh Chitturi, Vice Chairman and Managing Director, Srinivasa Farms Private Limited, Mr. A.D. Nath, Feed Business Head and Vice President, Jaffa Comfeed India Private Limited, and Mr. Amit Sajdev, South Asia Regional Consultant for U.S. Grains Council. I would now like to hand over the proceedings to Professor Shukla to take the discussions forward. Over to you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Sanjay. Indeed, today what we are going to discuss is a burning issue in our country. Time and again, various poultry producers and the companies, they try to pose a problem of increase in feed prices. And of course, everybody knows that the major constituent in the feed is mage. The prices of mage nowadays is a burning issue. We do have all the eminent panelists with us as a great stakeholders of poultry in our country. So before we start, let us have a look of production system in our country. We have a poultry population of around 851 million. Right now, the per capita availability of ag has been raised to 101 ag per capita per annum. The total ag being produced in our country are around 138 billion, putting us second rank in the world. As far as mage requirement is concerned, almost 60% of the total mage produced in the country is being con consumed by the livestock and poultry sector. So far, production statistics in our country is concerned. Yes. According to the government sources, we are producing around 34 million metric ton of mage in around 10 million hectares of land, 
with the average product productivity of 3.43 tons of uh, mage per hectare. So far production is concerned, the leading states are Karnataka followed by Madhya Pradesh and Maharashtra and these three states accounts for more than 40% of total mage being produced in our country. Now in the beginning, I would like to invite a comment from each and every panelist and will restrict our comments to two to three minutes so that we may have a set of questions later on. So first, I would like to invite Mr. K.G. Anand, the General Manager, Vankateshwara Hachiri Private Limited. Anand, sir, please. Good evening to all of you, sir. Uh, as rightly pointed out, the availability of maize has been a concern for the poultry industry. Currently, if you look at the numbers that we have in terms of broilers and layers, the total maize requirement is estimated to be somewhere around 17 to 18 million tons. Or it's about 10 to 12, 10 to 11 million tons is considered by broiler industry, between 7 to 6 to 7 million tons per layer industry. What is of concern is that the coming years, the poultry will definitely go because our per capita consumption is still about 91 to 100. Only go up. Similarly, if you look at ballast, which is currently somewhere estimated about 4.5 per capita, is likely to go off further. So, if you look at the growth, it's likely to be somewhere around 7 to 8 percent for ballast and about 5 percent to 6 percent for layers. So, we feel that the, the requirement of maize will every year increase by 1 million tons and the production is not increasing in line with the requirement. In addition to poultry requirement, there's also competitive industries which require maize be it for exports or for human consumption or aqua and other sectors. And if in case the government intent of using corn for ethanol becomes a reality, government alone is setting a target of 10 million tons in the coming years. If the, all these figures come to the reality, then we are looking at definitely a shortage by about 2027 or 2030. Unless we open the borders for allowing maize to come in, there might be a severe shortage of uh, maize, especially because the competing, uh, the other uh, substitute which are available earlier, be it uh, broken rice, uh, bajra, jawar, all this will not be available. They are currently not available and probably will not be available for future. That's the reason the concern for the industry. This is in short about the present scenario for the COP. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anand Saab, for enlightening us on the issue. Now I invite Mr. Amit Saraugi to have his comments. Mr. Amit Saraugi, please. Good evening, everyone. Uh, thank you, Professor and Dr. Shukla, for giving me this opportunity. See, we all know that feed industry, our 60% of buying is corn. And uh, uh, and uh, Without corn, you can't produce broiler feed. So this is a most essential part of our value chain. What we are seeing is like from last four or five years due to one is like our, our maize prices are very volatile. Secondly, uh, during rubby, rubby season, we have 
mainly uh, we have mainly one crop coming in Bihar and a very few crop uh, in Andhra and Karnataka, little crop in that. So we have first we have to assure supply of corn round the year. We have to identify agroclimatic zones where more rubby corn crop can be encouraged so that there is more availability of corn to the industry from April till September. I think 25% uh, of total maize production is coming during rubby season uh, and 75% is coming during kharif season. Whereas uh, the demand of maize is uh, similar around the year. So this is one. Second, what we see is like uh, India is like an island. We, we don't grow GMO. We don't allow GMO. Whole world is GMO. So our um, a per acreage is less per acre. Uh, whereas this crop is very remunerative to the farmers. What I understand that for farmers, maize crop uh, takes little effort compared to growing paddy, maize in terms of investment, water and other things. So, so uh, we should uh, to encourage around the uh, year availability, government should allow uh, import of corn in automatic route and they should fix the price. Say that if um, uh, if the prices are more than 21 rupees X farm in India, then the corn should be al allowed in the automatic route. If it is below that, then it should not be allowed. Uh, thirdly, what we are seeing that from last 7-8 years, what we are seeing that uh, 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 this is good for the industry, but what we are seeing that lot of people who are not from this industry, who are traders, they, these are large multinationals also, small-time traders also, they hold th 25 to 30 percent of the stock at the, uh, during the season and they, they hold it for more than six months. So that... that uh, uh, that holding of the stock by non-industry players, it is creating an artificial scarcity during certain months of the year, especially during uh, uh, September, October, just before any crop is coming. We are uh, reaching such a situation where the real poultry players are not having corn. And these traders have good quantity of corn which they are willing to, which they want to sell at 25, 26, 27 rupees. So these are the things which are the yeah. problem of this industry. So I have spoken about what are the problems. Yeah. And in those problems also, uh, we have the suggested solution that increasing yeah. rubby crop. Yeah. So this is what I have to say, Dr. Shukla. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now I invite Mr. Suresh Chitturi to have his comments, please. Well, thank you, Shuklari and Sanjay. Um, I'm actually looking forward to ask you asking me questions, uh, Shuklaji, to answer. But I think the, the issues have been uh, laid out quite uh, eloquently by Anandji and Amit. Uh, I think more importantly for us, I think we need to 
because uh, in the earlier discussion, I think we were on a different. Uh, I think there's a difference on what is the issue. I think among ourselves. So I think that yeah. is where we need to and and the truth is one of us, right? I'm not saying one person yeah. is right, one person is wrong, but the truth is somewhere there, and we have to be clear on that as an industry. I think that is the problem. And 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 then then are we also you know India is set to grow between eight to twelve times in the next twenty five years. I I don't know how many of you realize that. You know, is it's a phenomenal opportunity, and one of the first advantages will be to us. Uh, to poultry, uh, but we will also have challenges like that. So I think we have to get together, decide, and come to a consensus on what is the issue and what is the opportunity, and then go and talk to the policymakers and make them present. You know, uh, but sitting and cribbing about it, nobody cares. I don't think anything will happen. Up and two. I think also what needs uh, sense is you know, we also have to also get present to what is the other side's problem. If you have a problem, then you can do something. If you have a problem, then they don't care because they problem in the Right? End of the day, please understand they are politicians and they have to win. You and I are never contesting every five years. Nobody can displace Amit. Right? Amit ko koi nahi sakta na, aur ko koi nahi sakta. So, you know, situation right? But they have to get elected every five years. So I think you need to appreciate that. With that, looking forward to your questions and maybe interactions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sudeshji. Now I invite uh, Mr. A.D. Nath for his quick comments, please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, IPL uh, News, Sanjayji, for arranging uh, the bonding issue. So I would just like to, you know, uh, segregate uh, maize into three parts. One is the world requirement. Like, you know, world produce around 1.2 billion metric ton uh, of maize, whereas India produce around 34 million metric ton. So if you see, world is enough maize availability for the requirement of 60% for the poultry and allied industries. Whereas India produce around 34 million metric ton. So you see 3% of the global production. But if you would say the requirement of Indian maize for the poultry and cattle and all feed industries, so still we are using only 17 million metric ton. So now still I am in dilemma to understand that why where is the rest maize? Still 17 million maize. If you see stars growing at 13-14%, food also 13-14%. If you see the requirement. If you add all these requirements, then it is going around maybe 27, 28 million metric ton. But I still feel that there is some speculation working. There is some speculation working in the industry, which is not able to trace. But yes, the current situation is, has been beyond our control when our Honorable uh, uh, Home Minister said that it, the uh, maize is going to be used for the ethanol industry and ethanol of 20% of ethanol will be used in petrol. So that, if that happens, then there is going to be a big setback for the uh, entire poultry industry. And then there will be a mess So in this context, for the mitigation, definitely I would request on behalf of the industry that the need of the hour is to import GMO mess for the urgent basis for the ethanol. Otherwise, if the ethanol industry really work as per the government uh, guide uh, target, then definitely there will be a shortage of mess. 
so this is what i want to comment on this thank you thank you so much nath sir thank you so much now i invite mr amit sachdev for his quick comments please good evening everyone thank you sanjay for giving me this opportunity uh, dr shukla thank you very much uh, to the esteemed panelists i would agree with every one of them speculation one part of the story yes suresh to your point <clears throat> there are problems inherent problems in our supply chain as well amit sir augi yes we have crops and we need more crops year round so let's looking at our requirement on a yearly basis or break it down to a month to month basis we need about 2.7 to 2.8 million tons of corn every month and we get 75% in kharif which is october which is our major crop then we also have a small summer crop that comes to us in up and later on a rabi crop which is about 8 million tons which we if we club it all together the number could be anything 34 million tons as per government of india or the industry number of 29 to 30 million tons but there is also an issue that what is the average requirement of every industry so the industry requirement poultry demand is about 15.3 million tons dairy is about 5.2 million tons which which we don't think it is that high but it is because india is the largest has a largest pool of livestock animals in production we have about 90 million animals starch demand today is about 5 and a half million tons capacity utilization of the starch industry is about 80% and they are growing at about 12% beverage alcohol which is for ena which is for drinking purposes that is 0.73 million tons fuel ethanol last year used only 0.8 million tons food has not been growing food demand in it in for corn has not been growing it is stuck at about 2 million tons and last year to 2023 we have exported about 2.2 million the total demand this number is about 32.54 million tons and there is seed use of the same corn and there is wastage 0.8 million tons if our demand is so high and production at about 29 million tons there is certainly a shortfall but because we are insulated from the world and to nath sir's point yes world produces 1.2 billion metric tons there is enough corn in the world market and the prices are much lower around the world taking an example of us us consumer or or an end user can today buy corn at about 15 rupees per kg whereas we cannot where is that loophole i think we need to look at a very holistic view of corn usage in different sectors one number two if government of india has allowed use of corn for ethanol it is for the farmers benefit also because the prices will remain high and 
I think it's it's an important way moving forward for uh, Atmanirbhar Bharat. But then, where is that corn going to come from? That's a bigger question. If corn has to be used for ethanol this year, when we look at the tender, India would require 3.4 million tons of corn for ethanol alone. And we don't have it. So I think what we are trying to look at is where are we going to get our corn from? Which is the, where is the source? If we have to import corn from the world market, the world needs to have non-GM corn to sell to us, which it does not have. Because of the current situation in Ukraine, we cannot buy from Ukraine. Okay. And Red Sea issuers are there. Ships are not coming out from there. I think all of us are here basically to look at what are the solutions. <clears throat> there have been some solutions offered. I think it's up to the government to decide yeah. if we will be able to move in that direction. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amit. I think with the preliminary discussions, a lot more questions have come up. And very first, I'll come to you. Amit Saraugiji, in spite of mage being the third most grown cereal crop in India, why are we unable to meet our own demands at a reasonable prices? What are the issues with it? See, uh, uh, we as state governments has not done enough work to promote uh, maize cultivation in various states. Like, see, uh, most of the states, uh, the government is buying paddy and uh, rice in MSP. There is no buying of corn in most of the states. Very few states buy corn uh, uh, as per MSP. So, uh, more effort has to be done by various agriculture departments of the state with the farmers that what are the benefits of growing corn growing corn is the most resilient crop uh, uh, the cost of production is lowest the uh, uh, water consumption is lowest and uh, it has one of the best return on investment to the farmers so the first thing is uh, we have to work with farmers like uh, government has done with millets like they have promoted millets but uh, millet means non-corn millets, what they are promoting. So uh, one year we have to celebrate year of the maize, where we are promote not promoting consumption of maize. We are promoting uh, growing of maize among the farmers. This is one solution. Second solution is we have to identify more we are seeing i'm there in this industry since last 25 years so we used to see that uh, there are uh, various new areas where uh, corn has started earlier there was no summer crop in uh, of maize in up it has started coming from last 10 12 years there used to be no corn in uh, assam west bengal uh, himachal pradesh so these states have small, small crop of corn in various time of the year. So at the central government level, central agriculture ministry level, we have to talk to different states 
that in which area and in which season is conducive to grow corn and uh, then um, uh, 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 yeah. it should be done third is yeah. Yeah. third is like see what happens is i i told you india is like an island like if you see other countries around india their free trade of corn happens like bangladesh nepal other corn consuming companies uh, countries they are importing freely corn from america or whichever are the producing countries we are the only country where it is regulated we are not allowed to import but we see that lot of our corn goes to bangladesh lot of our corn goes to nepal which we even don't count in our data some years we have seen more than 1 million ton 2 million ton going to bangladesh which we are not counting so there should be a regulation of like we have a ban on export of rice there we we should not allow any corn to be exported from india so yeah and fourth is like as, as an automatic uh, price route system yeah like say we fix mm-hmm. 21 rupees if indian mm-hmm. corn prices x farm is 21 rupees import is not allowed if it yeah. becomes 23 rupees import will be allowed i still believe that in our country there is enough corn for our industry and uh, everyone this is because of the price fluctuation uh, speculation by uh, different uh, um, holders or people outside the industry who are holding more than 20 30% of the stock uh, after the season these are the people who yeah. who wants to make money from the corn they don't want to make money from chicken fish milk so there's some kind of regulation sh- should come there earlier yeah, and thank you and one more yeah. thing dr shukla i'm telling you ki from since 2000 till 2015 16 corn had a proper cycle we knew that it will start at this price in april and round the year it will go up to this price in um, uh, uh, march but after 2015 16 what happened is that lot of companies came who are giving you loans uh, 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 this management companies who give loan to different traders that you can buy the corn they will keep the corn and so our most of the stock 20 30% stock goes to the non industry people and whose sole purpose is to keep the stock for 2 3 4 months and make as much as money by speculation as much as they can so the before 2016 if you see the data you will not you will find once in 6 7 years we have one year where we have fluctuation in uh, from last 4 5 years uh, it is not uh, like we will see sometimes that february we ne- used to know that march is the highest march will be the highest but some some years we have seen march uh, corn prices go down when we some years we we know that uh, corn prices will be lowest in december because most of the crop comes but 
दिस ईयर वी हैव सीन प्राइसेस जूमिंग इन डिसम्बर सो दीज फोर फाइव थिंग्स वी हैव टू रेगुलेट आई आई फील देर इज एनफ कॉन इन द कंट्री इफ वी कैन रेगुलेट दीज नॉन इंडस्ट्री पीपल स्टॉक हु आर नॉट द एंड कंज्यूमर्स आई थिंक विल बी इन अ वेरी बेटर पोजिशन yeah thank you thank you very much for making a very bifting reply indeed we need to worry about the production production system and also procurement at a reasonably priced manner so that farmers should be encouraged to have the crop next year also so this uh, brings me to take uh, myself to doc, uh, mr anand anand sir india is promoting export and the production is expected to be increased and as such there will be more demand for feed also so how this will affect the feed prices in our country sir <clears throat> unless we take up some proactive steps in terms of growing more area under rabi probably bringing in better varieties which government has already announced to increase the maize yields if in case exports becomes a big sector for poultry like growing in big numbers definitely already corporates have come in corporates are bringing a lot of efficiency in terms of purchase of ingredients bringing the cost of production export will be a reality in about 3 years of time i'm sure some of these corporates will take up exports in a big way and that's the time the production will increase in big numbers maybe the growth will not be 70% but even go to 10 15% india also might become a country like brazil or argentina looking at export market in a big way that time i think we need to represent to the government for allowing our food to the export houses import maize if in case a parity exists like today maize is available in the world if you can get maize somewhere at let's say 18 or 19 because 200 to 220 dollars if you can get it dm maize and allow for export or for ethanol i'm sure to a great extent the problem will be solved today the crisis is little more uh, seen basically because the substitutes are available mostly the broken rice ragi bajra jowar which are available at low price now all these manure minutes are not available as a result they are also using to the extent of 40 40% of corn so broader industry growing their industry demanding about 40 45% plus the other competing com industries whether it is starch or sports growing in terms of number that's the reason we think the the maize prices are going up and if you look at the season to off season earlier there was a time when in the season the prices were very close to msp levels in the off season probably the prices to go up now that kind of a difference is not seen even in the season if there is a uh, uh, report saying that the monsoon is not up to the mark in the season and november december itself the prices are shooting up to 24 and off season obviously they land another 2 to 20% interest per month and go up all this fluctuation can be taken away if in case per export purposes or for ethanol purposes they allow the consumption industry whether it's poultry or for ethanol manufacturers to import to that extent i think it will bring in then in terms of 5 million tons or 10 million tons a year then probably the price will go in a stable range thank you thank you so much uh, indeed i also feel that ethanol production is largely going to affect our industry so for availability of maize is concerned so this brings me to take myself to mr suresh chitturi ji suresh ji how you foresee the role of maize in ethanol production in our country affecting the poultry sector 
So I think we need to understand something here. The ethanol guys, uh, as as it stands, they have a cost plus model with the government, right? I mean, they are really not impacted by, to a large extent, by what is the cost of maize? Because see, they are the government gives them a contract based on whatever is the cost of. So more or less, unka saaf. So you please understand that you. And government and also understand, right? I mean, government has made a commitment that ye karenge wo. And you, if anybody who expects Narendra Modi or uh, to take back his this thing and do something else, good luck. Aapko, then aapko, you have you are living in a different world, not in the same India, right? So, so that is happening. And this is what I I was in Delhi last week. I think a week ten days back. Uh, Hindu business line ka ye tha. So, wo udhar. ये समझा रहे थे कि तो उनको तो कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ने वाला है बिकॉज गवर्नमेंट इज गिविंग देम ए कॉन्ट्रैक्ट एंड गवर्नमेंट आई थिंक इफ आई एम नॉट रॉन्ग मोस्टली सप्लाइंग देम आल्सो कॉन राइट अमित गवर्नमेंट इज सप्लाइंग देम द कॉन राइट राइटीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपीएसपी
why you need to eat more eggs and all that and government also realizes the impact of that they are also realizing right uh, one day nirmala saraman ji said you know we recognize that she said just leave my cow alone and ma bolam i also am with you madam completely kisi ko ghai ko khana nahi chahiye sab murghi khana chahiye right so so this yes. is happening yes. so and we need to make the yes. present why yes countries at risk if more protein high quality protein is not available right and 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 then also an opportunity of when you are moving forget about us ka 11 tons per hectare but even if you go one second i i was just searching these numbers and i just had uh, sorry one screen so we had a production of around 3.4 3.4 ha brazil is at 5.5 tons per hectare yes Yes, China is yes, 9, Argentina is 6.3, Ukraine 4.4. सबको छोड़ो take care of ourselves and anybody who mm-hmm. talks like this i'm mm-hmm. telling you nobody will listen like they were not listening to us yes tunenge nahi apni baat you have to put a positive spin on that show them how millions of farmers will get, get you know get advantage mm-hmm. of that see just one last this thing you know so pichli government mein andhra mein jab chandrababu naidu the i had actually convinced him he said you know andhra was producing some 3 million tons and he put a target of 10 million tons by 2030 of course the next guy who came ignored it but we will go back and now you know tell them because he also realized he said boss we are investing so much in these dams and all that sala ye pani hum sugar cane ko aur rice ko de rahe hain ye to waste ho raha hai wo unka tha then what i told him sir aap na 10 million ton produce karo we will produce more eggs more chicken more aqua and we'll sell it outside the country and outside the state and and he really liked that idea and i think we have to go do that with almost every chief minister every you know do that and and otherwise uh, yeah we will be at the effect because some some day imports will happen but i'm i'm warning you import of maize and soya will not happen import of chicken and egg will happen aap please uh, please be careful about that that will be yes that will be much easier that will be much easier ha uh, because wo ke sala hai na government ko yes maize yes. and soya matlab millions of farmers hai yes chicken matlab unko venkis dikhta hai sugna dikhta hai ib dikhta hai I, I understand. I understand. Yes. You don't think he, uh, yes. the hundreds yes. of farmers. Uh, very practical. Very practical. Thank you so much for your your quick comments. And really, we need to look into these issues uh, to come out of it. So, Amit Sachdev ji. Now, continuing with the same uh, flow, where does ethanol fit into the maize demand matrix in India? As I said, sir. Uh, if we look at the current tender for supply of ethanol the demand for ethanol is 9 billion liters and government of india has set a target 
for 50% of this to come from the grain side. When FCI may FCI rice is not being provided, the pressure is only on corn. The price of ethanol from corn is set at 71 rupees and 86 paisa per liter, which is, I would say, a subsidy and it is a cross subsidy. But when you look at the numbers today, the demand for corn for ethanol alone in 23-24 is 3.4 million tons. This by 25-26 will be 9 million tons or higher. And we don't have 3.4 million tons or 9 million tons for ethanol at all. But as Suresh said, this system, ethanol blending will continue. It is not going to stop. So we'll have to find ways and means to increase the production in country. Hmm. But this will not happen overnight. Land will not come immediately. To get more land, some other crop has to go out. To plant seed on that land, we need more seeds. That is another two-year cycle. So there has to be a plan on the production. No, but earlier, I mean, earlier, India worked on the mission mode and uh, so far maize production is concerned. And ultimately, that was also encouraging. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not denying that. There was technology mission on maize and pulses. There used to be. But then it stopped because the pressure was on producing more rice and wheat. Today, we also we have to realize that we have to feed 80 crore people, 800 million people, free of cost. They have to be provided with wheat and rice. Corn is not, fee, not food. Corn has to be either declared as an industrial crop. Because if we look at whatever number we produce, only 2 million tons is going in for food purposes. Why is still it being termed as a food crop? Number one. Number two, on the productivity side. Again, government of India number 3.2 million, 3.2 metric tons per hectare or 3.4, 2 does not matter. We are so low on the world average when the world average is 5.7 metric tons per hectare at least we should have good seeds to come to that level and it's not only about seed it's also about farm practices our lands are smaller most of the crop that we get in kharif is all rain fed and with a change in weather patterns, we are facing more problems. When we want rain, it does not rain. When we don't want rain during harvest, it rains. So within the country, within the country, it's a large country, we cannot control anything. But then if we can control farm, if we can give better information to the farmers for farm practices, things can improve. 
our seed quality can improve the grain quality can improve now just giving you one example here india produces hard endosperm corn which is primarily for food purposes us produces soft endosperm corn which is mainly for industrial purposes the starch content in that corn is same 72% but the extractability of starch from us corn is higher than indian corn by 4% that's all technology and that's in the no, i i i do i do have a lot of question on this later on i'll come to you just to see the difference between the us and india but later on we'll discuss that so so there are that's and everything is in the seed <laughs> everything is in the seed so there are things that we can do in country but yeah. it is going to take time it cannot happen overnight yeah yeah we understand that in the really. interim in the interim we will need to open our doors to allow or the prices will continue to grow go up and we have as as i think other panelists said we have been using other grains in field but so we are using we have been using bajra when wheat was cheaper we were using wheat rice we have been using sorghum we have been using but when the prices go up we cannot and the starch industry cannot use anything other than corn they cannot do rice or sorghum or whole millet they are dependent only and only on corn ethanol today because rice is not available wheat cannot be used they will have to be dependent on corn as we move forward yeah thank you thank you so much now looking to these changes in the supply supply of maize mr nath i would like to ask you how have recent changes in maize supply change impacted the resilience and sustainability of overall system in our country <clears throat> okay actually i read one article uh, i think uh, mr amit sachdeva will also check it that in 2021 to 2031 there will be only 1.84 percentage year on year growth of maize production in india then i compare with our industry either poultry or animal feed and stars they are growing at 7 to 8% up to 10% now for example anand sir told it can go up to 10 to 15% so considering only 2% growth of maize year on year versus 10 to 15 10% growth on the user companies industries so we need every year the poultry industry itself need 1 to 1.5 million metric ton maize starch and others also required 1 to 1.5 million metric ton so every every year we need another 2 million metric ton to 3 million metric ton extra maize whatever we are using now so which is very much challenging now i am not talking about the ethanol part so i am still in 2024 if i will talk about 25 to 30 then we'll you know heart attack will immediately come for the poultry industry people okay so now <coughs> yeah definitely because every year we need 30 million extra without ethanol and if if ethanol comes in the picture i was also doing some 
permutation and combination after getting some ethanol uh, numbers, sometimes it can go up to 8 million metric ton mesh for the ethanol only. <laughs> if government reach that 1016 crore liter of ethanol production by 2025. Okay. So this will totally dismantle up the eco ecosystem of our poultry and uh, animal feed industry. Okay. So <clears throat> now, Actually, last, uh, wow. if you see, I have, I, I was attended as a guest lecture in few agribusiness uh, colleges in India last, every month I am attending lectures for two, three guest lecture I am giving just to promote our industry. You will be surprised, I am asking two questions to each student. How many of you students need GMO crops? How many of the students you need non-GMO crops? You can't believe not even 10% students are supporting GMO. Because we are already injected their mind that GMO means bad. But the country like USA, which is getting Olympic medals, okay, and they are having 94% uh, GMO crops and they, they are very healthy. But in case of India, from the grassroots, we are already putting their mind that GMO is not accepted in the country. So first, as the industry, we should create awareness among the industries so that first we have to need food for survival then we'll look into the health part okay <clears throat> so this calculation i just diverted my topic but if you see the calculation of the entire uh, episode of the maze then there will be a challenge now for example uh, like broken rice bajra all these things are at, now prices are very close to maize Last one or two years, if you see broken rice, it is not coming into the picture if the nutritionist doing the formulation, maize versus nutrition. Okay. So now rice will also not available because as I PDS, PDS scheme for the government of India, 80 crore people need required free food. So rice not available, wheat not available, maize is also not available. So now we have to ask to the government, please focus on this industry for the livestock industry which is almost one point, I mean, it is almost 9% of the agriculture uh, GDP, I think, I think Professor Shukla will correct me if the numbers is correct or wrong. Yes. <laughs> so this is totally disturb our ecosystem. So immediately we have to take a step and immediately we have to approach to the government, please allow GMO to sustain in the industry for the short term basis. Then for the long term basis for the GMO cultivation, everything can come into the picture, but this is a very long term. And this is the very less time, very, very difficult to, you know, the technological part, the yield 10 versus 3, uh, 3 per hectare USA versus India. Maybe it will take 2047, you may be developed country, but you cannot reach that goal because the land, the technology, the environment, lot of things are there. <clears throat> so immediately, I am irritating that we should import GMO at urgent basis. We should approach the government. Then only we can survive. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I think still we are having five minutes with us. So we may have a quick round of one question each to all, all the uh, panelists. So a quick, quick question to Mr. Amit Saraogi. What is the supply chain management issue due to use of maize in ethanol production? Quick response to this. Yes. See, the since the maize is diverted to ethanol and one see the the trader also wants to sell a maize in ethanol than selling to poultry industry why because we have lot of quality criteria when we are buying corn 
whereas in ethanol industry they just uh, accept it they don't uh, uh, take much care on um, uh, uh, quality of corn on fungus side and all those side so even the farmers and traders traders uh, prefer to supply to ethanol industry than corn industry Thank one thing industry. yes, Se yes. second thing what matlab see the, so those the are the quality side. concerns yes. quality concerns in see, supply chain okay dr shukla see what is we have been talking about this gmo since last 20 years with the government we all you you were commissioner in the uh, government we used to go to you from klafma since 2007 we know what has happened yeah, yeah. and what is going to happen so i think the lowest hanging fruit is that government of india should talk to different state governments we should celebrate a year of corn and we should focus uh, we should focus on promotional activities focus on promotional activities we should uh, educate farmers that what are the benefits of growing corn in terms of profit to the farmers apne desh mein hindustan mein sabse intelligent aadmi farmer hai wo paise ki bhasha bahut acche se samajhta hai agar hum we are able to explain them that if you grow corn your uh, input is uh, uh, input cost is very less risk of crop failure is very less we, you will get an assured price even if government says as an industry i'm i'm ready to take a district that in this district whatever corn will be produced at whatever prevalent market price i will buy i i will give the guarantee so these things are possible we have to speak to respective state governments i think this is the easiest solution which is possible other solution okay. are is there is no other solution except gmo but we all okay. know that it will take time yeah yeah the problem with gm crop is it is not mage which can be dealt isolately and at the same time being a on a concurrent issue we need to have a concurrence of state governments also and this is a bit complex process when we have started dealing with it thank you so much for your quick comments coming to mr nath what mitigation strategies do you recommend to address the potential vulnerability sir firstly it is crucial to grasp the dynamics of the speculation <laughs> i am you know always saying the same word when a trader speculates on a higher price buyer sense the mm -hmm. sentiment and quickly move to stockpile mm -hmm. maze the combination yeah. of speculation and sentiment gives rise to rumors of a potential shortage of maize supply so in current times the supply demand theory proves less effective unless there is a substantial gap between the two so this is just a uh, initial stage and for logical mitigation strategy like you know diversification of crop varieties uh, in research and development on resilient maize varieties infrastructure and transportation storage processing strengthening sustainable agricultural practice market diversification and value added products technology and data analysis a lot of things are required for the mitigations but but it we, there is a collaboration required for the industry farmer uh, government uh, so traders to sustain, to mitigate this uh, overall uh, situ situation of the maize thank you okay thank you so much Coming to Mr. Amit Sachdev, a quick comment on what is the difference between the Indian and the U.S. maize 
and their production systems. A quick comment, not very elaborate, just the differences. Sir, as I said, as I said, Indian corn is hard endosperm corn, and U.S. corn is soft endosperm corn. It has been grown basically for industrial purposes, that it can be milled easily. That was the main reason how it was produced, why it was produced. It was not produced for food. And <clears throat> I think it's also important to look at the way it is farmed, harvested and stored. A lot of people would say that US corn is very soft and would get bad quality very fast. It does not happen because of a very simple reason that it's one crop. It is allowed to dry at the field level itself. Harvested mechanically and stored properly. So there are okay. things that are done at the farm level itself. So even if the price is lower in the US, the farmer is still continuing to grow because there's a bulk production of corn across and productivity is much higher. We're talking about 11 metric tons per hectare. Even and the seed varieties are very, very resilient. Even if it does not rain or gets one rain, it is more than enough. These are drought uh, prone uh, varieties that are available. Everything is in the seed. Weeds do not have a problem there. We don't have any problems in the US for any pests because it is, yes, it is biotech as well. It is one of the tools. It is not the tool. It is one of the tools which helps mitigate most of the issues at the farm level. Rest all, I think it's more about supply chain. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Anand Saab, Sir. With, a, with a wild solution, normally government guarantee MSP for mage and make it available for ethanol industry. Do we have some such guarantee from poultry players in the country for MSP of mage? It's a good question. I think most of the players, if you look at now that uh, the size of business has increased and some of the corporations and others have come in, they are procuring corn in the season in bulk quantities, especially with the commodity financing available. So indirectly, uh, farmer is assured of the MSP rates are probably a little higher than MSP rates during the season. And because this commodity finance is available and the corporates have a tendency to stop for three or four months, I think a bulk quantity, whatever is available in Karif, whatever the crop is 70% is in Karif, out of which the major quantity directly from farmers is being purchased by the producer. If in case government is also assuring them MSP and the corporates also assure them of MSP and government takes proactive steps in terms of introducing good varieties where the yield levels can go up, I think definitely to some extent the uh, the availability can be increased. The only concern is regarding the ethanol, which maybe government can solve by allowing import of maize for ethanol manufacturers. Otherwise, I think what is being produced, what is being utilized, we can match if in case we can take to state governments and central governments and go for more Varieties. Definitely, farmer is assured of MSP because you don't see in any year 
corn prices falling lower than MSP, except for Bihar, it used to happen. But even that also got corrected mm-hmm. in the past two years. Even in Bihar, farmers are getting the good rates. So overall in the country, if you look at less than MSP, it's not really happening. Even in seasonal months, because the corporates are going, stocking, and ensuring that the farmer gets MSP. That's the reason the acreage will go up in the coming years. But if more acreage comes in Gabi, I think it will be useful for the industry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for such a comprehensive answer. Now, Suresh Chitturiji, a very last question to you. Always off and on we find mage prices are volatile. But at the same time, the mage remains a mystery for me since my ministry days. Off and on, we come across that there are problems of mage in the industry. But at the same time, we are having the same pace of growth in the industry. How it is possible? Your quick comment, please. You are muted. You are muted. Please unmute. Please unmute. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, I think so. See, overall, what has been happening, uh, Shuklaji, is is the industry has been growing, but at the expense of the smaller guys, right? Uh, people with the uh, the financial power or whatever it is, you know, they are the ones who are uh, managing to, you know, same thing, right? I mean, like COVID, when you see the two months, whoever survived after that, they made a killing. You know, they recovered almost all their losses in the next uh, forty-five days. One, right? yes. and, and so that is what keeps happening and, and I think in some sense that is happening and and but then also uh, understand India consumption is is growing it, it will continue to grow it is not going to stop anytime soon right it is continued to grow and all that so you know people who have the financial muscle to you know and and we have all you know I myself since I was born have been seeing these ups and downs right it's around the corner you know, things will come up again, right? Now, uh, now, you know, Anand uh, Uncle was saying next one month, two months, three months will be super great, right? God knows. It might be, you know, <laughs> but then uh, I don't know. I mean, some, some people were losing uh, tens of crores every day in December. Now, I mean, as I said, and, and, and when you meet them, they don't seem to be in such a bad mood. So... So, so I think that will go, uh, Shuklaji. And, and you know, I think most of the time, I think in Mays, we have never had such a bad situation as we had in Soya the two, three years back, right? Mays to tha, but it's never been that bad, right? In a year, it never went up 4x, right? It went up uh, a little, it goes up and, you know, and, and then Mays for substitutes are, in some ways, there are more substitutes for Mays. Not ideal. But the, the issue is not uh, this thing. Oh, so, right. and, and like uh, Nadji has been saying, India produces a lot of cereals. It is not uh, this thing, right? Now, TK, now what has happened is broken rice also is no more cheap like it used to be. You know, two years back, you would get for 13, 14 rupees. So, I don't think 20 rupees have come to a chance. 22. That's what I'm 25 in South. Ah, so 24-25 is so, so there is no question of going under 20 now. Right? So mm-hmm. then uh, then and then suddenly 25 rupees maize becomes more attractive, no? It, it's all relative, na, Shuklaji. So so that so yeah. I think in, fact, in fact, Shuklaji, if I answer your question after Suresh yeah. completes, uh yeah, basically yeah. if you look at the last few years, 
the productivity gains in poultry was quite substantial. If you look at yes. the eggs per bird, yes. or in terms of yes. dollar yes. CR, there was yes. a considerable improvement year on year. Now we have reached probably a plateau because whatever the FCR that we are getting, the best in the world, we are getting something like 1.4, 1.45. I think our the farmers and uh, especially after the corporates have come in, they brought in the technology. So now we have got the cost of production under control per kilo of. Now to bring in any substantial mm -hmm. case might be difficult. Yes, still there is a scope in terms of the ingredients time, quality of the ingredients, all these are there. But maybe to mitigate the increase in cost might not be possible to production against, especially with the ethanol claim of government, that is a cause of worry for the industry. Otherwise, left to itself, some increase will be there, uh, industry will go, or maybe there will be three, four months of a crisis period, but we could manage. But if in case government intent of 10 million tons to procure for ethanol, surely there is an acute shortage. So we need to represent both at the state level and the central level to ensure that that quantity is available elsewhere, either from the world, either importing or increasing the productivity in the country. Yeah. Yeah, Sureshji, please continue. Yeah, so I think, uh, so, so, so from that perspective, I think we are, uh, since also some ways, na, Shuklaji, this has been in many ways, okay, it's a death by thousand cuts, right? Yeah, halal, nahi hai. halal more not jatka types. So that's what is helping us. You are right about it. And, uh, but I think, uh, my, I don't see an immediate issue, Shuklaji. I don't think are we in trouble next five years? No, but I think we will be in big trouble post that if we don't get our act together now. And that is why I'm focusing on that and not on what needs to be done today, tomorrow, day after. I think that I don't think is, uh, uh, is yet a danger. But I am, as I said, see, one of the things I've studied is as economies have progressed, they have moved from $2,000 to $5,000. One, one of the highest consumption is for eggs and chicken. All over the world. Happened in US, happened in China. Even in countries where they were already eating a lot, right? Like, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, 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 and in many ways, eggs and chicken are the most valuable protein also available, right? Because like uh, yes. Anna said, right? Now, we have reduced uh, because of the, the whatever it is, you know, today, uh, the genetics and all that. Look at how much we have reduced the need for feed per same production, right? And, and, and it is only marching forward. It is really doing well. People are now getting uh, in EC houses 1.35, 1.4 FCRs. So what the standard is? I'm, I'm guaranteeing you in three, four years, anybody who's above 1.55 FCR will be out of the business. Like five years back, anybody who did more than 1.75 was out, right? So I think that's how it's going to go and uh, we'll find more efficiencies, but, uh, and of course, I think chicken will be higher priced also, but then, you know, we have a huge opportunity also. We are at 2.8 tons, you know, or 3.4 and like Amit has been saying the world average is 5.7, then why should we be under it? We should be above it. Now we should, we should probably go to six tons and, uh, no, but mostly it is because of GM, mostly it is because of GM. It is. Uh, I mean, uh, Ukraine is the closest, but Ukraine, yeah. which yeah. I don't know. I don't know the reality of it. Claims it is non-GM. Is that four and a half tons? No, it is. It is. Right? It is. So, is it non-GM? I don't know. But then the Europeans are happy buying from there, believing it is non-GM. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is non-GM. Mm -hmm. so, okay. yeah. Thank you so much. Indeed, the matter of concern is 
whenever we want mage mage will be available but not at a affordable prices because we know the poultry prices are not relatively increased if feed prices are increased so that's a matter of concern and second the concern is if we are growing with the same pace again it will be a problem for easy availability of mage at a reasonable prices so thank you so much all the panelists each and every person has contributed significantly thank you kg anand ji amit saraogi ji suresh chitturi ji ad nath ji and amit sachdeva ji and thank you so much sanjay mukherjee ji i think we are in time now i am again handing it back to mr sanjay mukherjee for concluding remarks thank you professor shukla and thank you speakers for that wonderful session uh before we end i'd like to really thank all of you for taking time out for this session today and we hope that the discussions that we've had today will add to the many efforts to find a solution to an issue that looms large over the industry today thank you very much thank you, thank you. that is a wake up call against the growing shadow of antibiotic resistance over our poultry our health and our world to fight this menace excelsio a natural antibiotic free performance enhancer marshals an army of bacteriophages each engineered by evolution to engage a specific bacterial adversary excelsio uses a cocktail of bacteriophages that protects your flock against various strains of salmonella e coli clostridium perfringens and staphylococcus aureus excelsio is more than a product it's our shield against antimicrobial resistance it's our stand for a safer healthier future for more information about our products and solutions log into sapiensagri.com to be notified of upcoming podcasts like and subscribe our youtube channel at ipr radio today